It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Welcome to Swedish Fika, the podcast where I take a closer look at Sweden and Swedes. I will share some habits and traditions that might seem strange, funny, and sometimes even crazy in the eyes of all non-Swedes. All done with lots of love for my native country and fellow Swedes. In today's episode of a Swedish Fika, I will talk about the silent Swede and explain how you can get to know them. You can keep up with everything from a Swedish Fika on a swedishfika.com or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish Fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at a swedishfika.com. are on vacation in Sweden, your very first impression of us Swedes might be that we are unfriendly, quiet and quite distant. And you will be partly right. But that is until you get to know us. Today I want to explain some of the traits us Swedes often have in common and let you know how you can get to know us a little better. But first, let me say, in today's episode, I am really using generalizations. I'm using stereotypes. And even though stereotypes aren't always a correct description of a group, there is always a little grain of truth in a stereotype. And if you are a Swede listening to this... Please, don't be offended. I am not talking about you as a person. I am talking about how we might look in the eyes of people that come in contact with us for the first time. So let's look at some example. How, for example, a tourist from the US might see us Swedes. The first thing they will notice is... No talking to strangers. No one is talking in an elevator. They might also notice that we are very particular with our personal space. Don't get too close. No small talk. Not at the cash register, at the hairdresser or in the elevator. And don't talk about yourself. Don't mention what you are good at and what you have accomplished. Now let's take a look how the Swedes think about these situations. No talking to strangers has nothing to do with stranger danger. It's not that we are afraid of people we don't know. This is more about not disturbing people. For example, in an elevator, the person might be occupied with some important decisions and are really thinking about this. 
And we don't want to disturb that thought process. And the personal space is more about not making people uncomfortable, not getting too close. I don't want to impose myself on other people. And small talk is a way to respect your time. I don't want to waste anybody's time by meaningless chit-chat and not talking about yourself. That goes back to something called the law of Jante, which is a very common social trait for all Scandinavian countries. And this I will talk more about in my next episode, because the law of Jante needs its own explanation. So, with all this said, how can you get to know a Swede? And why should you? Well, let's start with the why. In general, Swedes are very giving and supportive. A Swedish friend will be there for you. And if you earn the trust of a Swede, you will be respected as part of the family. We Swedes are also very informal and easygoing when you get to know us and you will enjoy our company. So what should you think about when interacting with a Swede? First, and maybe most important, give them time. It is not a very fast process to get close to a Swede. For example, if you ask a question, don't expect an immediate answer. They might need some time to think about how to answer this without sounding like they are bragging. That leads me to number two. Don't talk about yourself. This is probably the biggest difference between Sweden and the US. In the US, you are used to people tooting their own horn. You are used to people telling others what they are capable of and what they have accomplished. This is often encouraged. In Sweden, we are the total opposite. Much of this is because of the law of Jante, which, if you simplify it, says you should never think that you are better than anybody else. And talking about yourself and your achievements is often seen as bragging. Have you, for example, ever seen a Swede given a reward For example, winning an Oscars and giving a thank you speech. They usually say things like, I did not do this on my own. Or, I could never have done this without X, Y and C. Or maybe, this award should really go to A, B and C. And the thing is, they usually really mean that. So if you want to know a Swede... Don't talk too much about yourself. Be patient and wait until they start asking you. And be sure they will. My third point is about personal space. I think the hardest part when it comes to personal space is to realize when people are standing in line in Sweden. 
a Swede keep distance. The Swedes standing in line has always used social distancing and keep six feet apart even before it was a thing worldwide. And it will very easily be that you jump the line and get ahead of someone. And if you do, don't expect that someone will tell you. You will never hear someone shouting, Hey, the line is back here. Instead, the Swedes will mumble a little bit and you might hear someone say, Oh, how rude of that person. But no one will call you out because we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. Luckily, many places use a ticket system for standing in line now, where you take your little number ticket and wait for your turn to be called. But there are still situations where people stand in line in this typical Swedish manner. And if you use public transportation, which is very good in Sweden, you should know some unwritten rules when it comes to personal space. For example, if you get on a bus where the seats are placed two next to each other all facing forward, if there is empty seats without no one sitting on them, that is what you choose. You can never go and sit down next to someone you don't know if there are open seats. And if you are in the subway, where the seats often are placed in groups of four, two by two facing each other. The same principle is, if there are a free group, an open group of four, you go and sit there. But if there isn't an open group, and you have to sit down where someone is already sitting, you always sit diagonally from that person. Don't sit straight across. This is to leave as much personal space as possible. And finally, let's talk about small talk. A general tip when it comes to small talk, don't initiate. If you take an elevator in Sweden, you might notice that the way they acknowledge each other is maybe with a little nod on the head when they get on or off the elevator. No one talks with anybody they don't know. And the same as at the cash register or the hairdresser. You rarely hear someone say, have a nice day getting off an elevator. Or, hello, how are you? When someone gets on. So as I said, don't initiate. Remember that many Swedes feel uncomfortable when someone they don't know initiate a small talk. Especially if you are talking English. The Swedes are in general very good at speaking English. But we don't use it that often. And usually they are a little bit shy to start speaking English. We usually don't know how to respond when someone we don't know initiate a conversation. And that can make the situation really uncomfortable for us. I hope that you now understand the silent Swede a little bit better. 
And if you're interested in learning about the law of Jante, I suggest that you subscribe to this podcast so you get reminded on that episode when it's ready. And if you like what you hear and want to support a Swedish fika, you can always buy me a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash a Swedish fika. Until next time, as we say in Sweden, hej då!